What's up, motherfuckers? This is the Flirty Sister Podcast. Let's talk, sis. And boy, are you in for a treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all just looking at each other like, so who's talking I literally just know as soon as we listen to it, we're going to hear our voices and it's literally going to be cancer. I know. <laughs> Yo. Immediately jail. Whatever. Okay. Okay. We're going to start this off by introducing ourselves, but we're not going to personally introduce ourselves. We're going to have each of the three sisters introduce the other sister. So we're going to start with the youngest. <laughs> oh, geez. The lovely Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy Flaherty. <laughs> Shaughnessy. Who is it you that's going to be? but like yeah. everyone's got a... Mm-hmm. So we're going to tell just like, you know, a story that just perfectly describes Shaughnessy as a human being. Mm-hmm. And we're going to throw it back to about a month ago when we were in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> and I feel like Bridget's got to chime in a lot because she was actually there with her. Yes. Well, let's just set the scene, right? So we're all out in the town. There's like 10 of us also with our father. There's like 10. Like, <laughs> also, our father <laughs> is there with about 18 to 10, 10 people of about 18 to 26 years old. Yeah. And he is a 57 year old. Yes. <laughs> and it's also a Monday night. Monday night. A Sunday night. Sunday okay. night. Even worse, the Lord's Day. Yeah. And so Shawnee is, you know, if there are any authorities listening, Shaughnessy is not of age. <laughs> and so we thought a good idea is she wears this cowboy hat in the Airbnb that they had of a veil. So it looked like she was getting married. So there would be like no questions of her getting into the bar. Right. Right? It's a genius so, idea. Genius idea. So she's wearing it and we're out of the bar. She's getting drinks bought for her left and right. Being she like, was getting us <laughs> drinks bought for us because she was wearing She it. had people coming up to Tom being like, this is so nice that you're on your daughter's bachelorette party with her. <laughs> you're going to be dead in 20 years, and she's going to remember this for and the rest of her Tom's life. just like, God, all right, well, maybe. <laughs> Tom being our father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're never going to call him dad. His name's Tom. No. We're going to figure that out. So, you know, the night's going on. We've all had multiple drinks. Too I don't many know. drinks. Too many. Too many, Too many tequila waters. We had been overserved. Let's just say that. <laughs> and... This is where I think you got to chill. Yeah. You, you were with her. Yeah. So we're all on the dance floor. There's a live band because it's Nashville. And we're having a great time. We are having a great time. For some reason, it ends up just being me and Shawnee on the dance floor, <laughs> like right in front of the stage. And there's a hat out to for people to put money in, obviously. Shaughnessy, <laughs> whatever. You're, you have a great relationship with the band because they think you're a bride. I have to chime in real quick. Shaughnessy doesn't have her debit card, so all she has on her is cash. So literally to pay for things, all she has is probably like $40 yeah. to her name. And she lost her debit card the month before in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't order a new one. Was no. just like, when I go back to Nashville in a month, I'm just going to go pick up that debit card. At, at the precinct. <laughs> Chaos. Okay, continue. Okay. Again, you got a great relationship with the band. We're dancing. We're throwing money in. Whatever. So Shawnee finally is like, I'm going to throw money into the hat. She pulls out. I'm going to guess it was probably like three fives. Like she she was going to whatever. She had like three $5 bills that she didn't really look over. And she just pulled out her cash and like went to go put it in the hat. But like she was about to drop it in. Like her hand wasn't even in the hat and she like pulls it back to take like one five away. So she puts it in 10 instead of 15 because that's all the money she has with her. And yeah, she, the band literally stops mid song. This kid you not literally. And they, and the girls don't remember this. I'm like, how do you remember the band literally stopping mid song? We have been over. Somewhere. Crowded bar, like whatever. She goes, they, the band goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up. If anyone, and I mean anyone, decides to steal money from our band and, like, points at Shaughnessy, who's literally, like, it, like the guy is probably <laughs> spitting on her. That's how close she is. I will fuck you up. I will personally, and this is, like, a 50-year-old man or whatever he was. And, like, and Shawnee is just like whoa whoa like whoa 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 like I wasn't taking money like she had already put ten dollars in and so she pulls out the rest of her money and it's just like uh, puts the rest of her money in the hat because she's so embarrassed and doesn't know what to do 
whatever. The band gets that out of their system. It's a little awkward. Me and Shawnee are just like, what just happened? And I was like, Shawnee, did you really take money? And she's like, I just put in like all my money that I had. No, I didn't take money. Whatever. About a minute later, <laughs> there are two security guards in bulletproof vests, all black, big men, come up to the stage, all lights are on Shaughnessy, and they tap on her shoulder and say, you're going to need to come with me. <laughs> and mind you, the Nashville bars are 10 freaking stories high, <laughs> and we are on the we top are on floor. <laughs> so she just, whatever, goes with them. No one is around, so I'm like, I gotta go with her. This, like, what are they gonna do? They're gonna take her to the back room, like, and do a, whatever, whatever they're gonna do. So I go with her, and they're walking us down, like, the back staircase, and it, that seemed like the longest walk of my life, going down those stairs, because Shaughnessy could just not stop talking about it's so cool. Like, she's, like, about to start sobbing at this point. And she's like, I just, it is so clear that they just have no idea who Shaughnessy Flaherty is. If they think, if they think that Shaughnessy Flaherty would take money away from the working man, <laughs> then it is clear they have no idea who Shaughnessy Flaherty is. The guy behind us is a security guard who doesn't give up. Like, he literally does not care at all. We get down to the bottom floor. He opens the door for us and just like, no, nothing has been said by the security guard yet. And he just says, have a nice night. And we're like, thank you so much. Like, bye. But Shawnee, no, she is beyond offended. We're like, Shawnee, we were going to leave anyways. We'll just go to another bar. I think we probably did a mile walk up and down Broadway <laughs> and of just Shaughnessy. What did you say we? It was just Just me and Shaughnessy. <laughs> just Bridget and Shaughnessy. <laughs> None of us even knew this was going no, on because man. we were just in our own world. <laughs> no. Shawnee still got her freaking cowboy hat with a veil on. She's sobbing. Makeup is streaming down her face. We are walking up and down Broadway. And I'm like, let's just go to the other bar. And she cannot she just she can't handle it yeah and uh, so we get home that night and <laughs> Shaughnessy and I are sharing the queen the, the uh, master bedroom so we have Airbnb. this nice yeah and the Airbnb we have this beautiful king-size bed she got home before me I go upstairs and I see sorry if the Airbnb listener or the <laughs> owner is listening but throw up everywhere <laughs> all over the bed on the floor on the carpet behind so the I bed I'm like <laughs> in the nightstand I am hands and knees I have to throw the fucking comforter in the wash that night I'm like it's like 2 a.m what is going on Shawnee's knocked on the bed oh my god I'm like this is just so that just perfectly describes our chaotic 18 yes. year old Youngest sister. sister. If there's one thing to take away from Shaughnessy <laughs> is that she is the queen of chaos. Chaos. Queen of chaos. And like knows that she's the queen of chaos, but and can't, loves it. can't change and it. Won't no. change it. <laughs> yeah. Any words you gotta? Anything, Shawnee? <laughs> My response to that story is take that up with whoever that was that did that. That was not me. <laughs> that was inebriated me. That was bachelorette party, Shawnee. Yeah. That she was, was the bride. Married. That was 18 year old bride. And that was her telling everyone that she was getting married in Canada, on May. Had a whole story. Oh, okay. That was yeah. great. That's so, a yeah. good way to get so that's that, that is Shaughnessy. Yes. Just perfectly described out. Now, speaking of chaos, we're moving to our other sister, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> and I get to tell this story because this is one of my favorites that I do tell everyone. So it's my senior year at Clemson. At all, the entire family is coming down. And we invited friends, you know, family friends, cousins. We had a lot of people that were coming. I think our group was like over 25 people. And all the like teenagers and adults, I'm like, you guys are more than welcome to stay at my house because, you know, we're going to be going out. We're going to be having a time. So I know of at least like Maggie, she said she was bringing a friend, Shaughnessy, uh, my best friend, Nicole was coming and her boyfriend and then my, our friends from home, Luke and Allie, and then my brother, Dylan and his girlfriend, Hannah. That's nine people right there. Okay. Staying in my house, which is a three bedroom college house. <laughs> so I get a text I want to say it was the day before and I'm asking because I'm a planner and I'm like Bridget how many friends are you bringing she's like maybe two maybe five you know <laughs> I don't know and I'm like Bridget I need a head count so I can figure out where all these people are sleeping <laughs> so it's the day of and she's like hey Aaron, I'm bringing seven friends <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm what like, because it? it was no, it was at least five. It was five that, friends. It, well, not that five, but how many people was it? It was Emily, Peter, Pauly, Suzanne. No, Suzanne. Ryan. Alex. No, you're thinking of a different time. You're thinking when you guys visited me in Hoboken. Yeah, there have been multiple times. Let's just okay. <laughs> this is whatever. the first time that it was. I brought four friends. Okay, whatever. She brought a, a shit ton of friends, <laughs> like. On top of the nine people. On top people. of the nine people. So I'm like, oh my fucking God. I'm like asking my roommates, like, you guys, I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to sleep somewhere else because we need the bed space. So I had motherfuckers sleeping in the kitchen. <laughs> we had five people in my room and a dog. It was the most chaotic of chaos night. And this is not the first time Bridget's shown up to a, a college with multiple friends. Because no. she did it to me my sophomore year, her freshman year. And she had people flying in to Atlanta. I go to Auburn. Atlanta's an hour and a half away. And she's texting me the day off being like, hey, can you go to the airport and pick up two of my friends? And I'm like, absolutely not. That's just not... Yeah, and so it's not the first time. She just likes to bring a big party over wherever she, she goes. She needs to bring her posse, but <laughs> doesn't, doesn't care. Like to like, entertain them. No. <laughs> it's like they're here and they can do whatever the fuck they want. When uh, the whole family visited me in Clemson this fall, I'm pretty sure Bridget brought two like rounds of people because, <laughs> because one group, one group had left, and then another group came. And I had never been more confused. I was like, you literally had like two courses. Some of tapped people. in, some tapped out. <laughs> Not everyone could make it to the end. I had booked a hotel room for myself and Maggie for that weekend. And Bridget's like, my friends are going to have to stay in that hotel room. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So honestly, at this point, we really don't even get surprised no. when no. Bridget does this. But it, every time it's just like, I'm More people than the last. Honestly. I, I'm waiting for the day where someone just shows up at our house and is like, oh, Bridget didn't tell you? I'm staying for two months. In your room. It's almost like I have the master room. So Bridget is definitely known for bringing a large group of people anywhere we go. Mm. And we always are like, oh. And we're going to get her back. We're the day. ones who have to do the figuring out we, of things. You know, we will get her back one day. It's just. <laughs> I'm going to we'll show see. up. Any, uh, any, any words? words? Yeah. I think. Nope. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said, said That's pretty much it. She said, I am who I am and I'm not going to change. Because it stresses me out. And then I'm just like, you know what? Hands off. Because <laughs> I bring all the stress on myself. And then I'm like. Everyone else deal with that. <laughs> and we do. Fun. And we, we do. do. Yeah. We do. You got to so. respect the consistency of the <laughs> yeah, girl, it's though. Consistent. It's at least once a year. Yeah. <laughs> we can hear the story. The British yes. yeah. So, yes, yeah, so that the, the youngest two are definitely the most chaotic. Yeah. It 100%. It's a different posse every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's never the same people. Never like, the same people. So, I guess uh, that brings us to our next sister. Oh, the petite Marguerite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Who I would say is the most unique out yes. of the three. Yes. <laughs> I would say she's Maggie, how do we even set the stage? Maggie is our like sweet southern belle, but mm-hmm. like by far the craziest. <laughs> like by far has this little like itch in her that's just it's like, like a little spark. I and bad shit crazy. I'm gonna ruin your I'm gonna fucking ruin life. your life and you're not even gonna know. No. Because <laughs> I'm too sweet to you. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm trying to think. What story was I gonna tell? Uh, we we just decided this. Like do I have to step in? Yeah. You do. What's about me getting slapped in the face by someone? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. You're right, you're right. So another thing you need to know about Maggie is that she's the queen of petty. So, like, uh, to begin, let me just real quick, like, whenever Aaron and Maggie would get in fights, Aaron's, like, crazy and will just scream at whoever she's in a fight with. Like, she holds nothing back. Maggie, what, like, even if she is doing the biggest slander, like, she could really be hurting you. Maggie, nothing. Nothing comes out of her mouth. She's staring at you, just looking you up and down, judging you. Like, literally nothing comes out of her mouth. And it is the most annoying thing. Because it's like, just yell back and let's solve this. Maggie will hold a grudge until she's, like, dead. She will remember every single thing you've done wrong. And every detail of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Queen of honey. And you gotta respect it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got anything? I do. Because I have had... 
the honor of being McGuire's roommate for the past 20 something years. Yeah. yeah. Um, mind you, we live in a house with, but we should have prefaced this. We live in a house with seven kids. Oh, we, we, we grew up with, yeah, seven kids in the house. So we all had to share rooms, of course. And so Maggie and I shared a room. <laughs> And I don't even know what the fight was about. Like, I don't, it was something. We were always getting fights. Um, Maggie decided our whole entire wall was covered with One Direction posters because we were obsessed. And when I say the entire wall, like. Not even a no, like a there, there was wasn't showing. There wasn't any wall showing. It was all One Direction. <laughs> Maggie decided she was going to move out of the room and move to the basement. And she took with her half the One Direction posters. <laughs> so our wall was completely destroyed. <laughs> and we spent months doing that wall. She didn't give a fuck. <laughs> she did not. She's like, I'm going to hit her where it hurts. I'm taking half the One Direction pictures. It was, like a, it was a messy divorce. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> she didn't even like, blink. She claimed ownership of half of that. And room. I just remember coming home from softball and I like go upstairs and I'm like, oh, and then I, I'm like, where is she? And she's down in the basement sitting on her newly made bed and she's like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? She moved So out. that's Maggie. Yeah, yeah she's, so the story that I would like to tell, because I think I have a funny, um, it's just me being brought into this story, is basically I woke up, it's whatever, whatever day it was, this is probably what, like two or three years ago? Gotta be three. Three, probably, three yeah. Or four, yeah. So we have a younger brother, Tosh, who is um, like ADHD to the max, like doesn't know how, like doesn't know when to stop sometimes, like he just has like random spasms. Love him, but he's crazy. I wake up probably at like 9.30 or 10, like just waking up any normal day, and I hear like bloody screaming from Maggie downstairs. And I then hear Tosh run up the stairs, slam the door to his room, and Maggie's just like, you can tell when you have that like raunchy cry where it's like, like you just can't control like how loud your voice is getting or like what's coming out of your mouth because you are just like like profusely crying like you know so whatever I'm hearing this I don't even know what's coming out of Maggie's mouth I wake up go into Tasha's room Tasha's like I'm like what happened he begins to nervously tell me some story about a flight they got in. I don't even know. Shawnee, you can chime in whenever about the actual story, but let me finish this story. Of course. Tosh just goes, and I slapped her across the face. <laughs> and I, I slapped her across the face hard. So, yeah. And I then go downstairs, and Maggie is literally, like, saying, that is not my brother. That is not my brother. If I ever, like, Dylan would never do that to me. Dylan would never lay a finger on one of us. And she is just, like, going ape shit. And we're like, dude, Tosh definitely just had, like, a spaz attack. Like, what happened? Tell us, like, what even happened? I don't even know. I just. So <laughs> I got to be there for the whole thing um, and saw both sides of that story. And may I just begin by saying that was probably top five funniest moments <laughs> to ever happen in my life. Um, I can't even tell you what the fight was about. It probably was something over, like, doing the dishwasher or something. And obviously, we have the Wasn't two... Wasn't it like he, you threw her phone? <laughs> mm -hmm. Or you threw his phone? We had the two absolute extremes of people on each um, side of the um, argument. We had Maggie, who... Is just dramatic, no offense, but you know, it's just, it's gonna blow up if something happens. She's gonna make it, you know, it's gonna be a big deal. Will hold the And then we have Tosh who cannot control his impulses and will just act out because that's just who he is. We love him for it. Like he to a fault. Has, like trucks. Like that's how I can describe it. In like, ways, yes. Yeah. I could say that. So something happens, Maggie throws Tosh's phone. Now at the time, Tosh was glued to that thing, probably still is, whatever, and thought that that was extremely personal and took it upon himself to, I, I've never seen something happen so quickly in someone's mind. It was almost like the phone was thrown. I looked at Tosh to see what was going to happen. And I don't even, I couldn't, it was like in a matter of seconds. I saw Maggie's face turn because she was just slapped 
across the face by this little like prepubescent <laughs> this 80 pound boy and I I literally you could have thought that someone shot Maggie <laughs> in the heart she looked the look on her face was just pure hatred and Taj just starts panicking <laughs> And Maggie just starts flipping out on him, just being like, you're not my brother. Your brother wouldn't do that. And Taj is just, like, trying to be like, no, I didn't mean to, and runs upstairs. And I distinctly remember, like, someone having to take him on a drive because he was so flustered. And Maggie was just sitting downstairs just sobbing. Like, Maggie was making it seem like she was going to call the cops on, like, domestic I... abuse. Like, she was, like, telling Tosh that he's going to jail. And, like, like may I just add, like, fighting siblings, like, this was not, like, the first time that someone was slapped or punched no. or kicked. No. We have the had. the first time I think Maggie was slapped. I think. No one would dare slap Maggie. But it was, it was, so, oh, it's so, it was, nor- it was so normal that. just to, you know, like, fight literally fight so I, it just didn't seem like a big deal but, <laughs> but because of the two people involved <laughs> it was just one of the best moments of my life well I think the best part too is like I wasn't home for this yet so I got I was getting home like three days later I think and so the sisters are texting me like Shawnee and Bridget are like just to let you know this happened and when I got home they still hadn't talked like it had been <laughs> Three or four days later, and I'm like, "So are you guys good?" And Meg's like, "We haven't talked. <laughs> that's not my brother. That's not. That's a man paying rent." <laughs> I'm like, "This is insane." So yeah, that queen of petty, queen of but we love queen it. of drama. And you know what? I stand by it. Yeah, I actually don't care. And no. kind of like made me who I am. So you should be more petty. You know honestly. what? Like my close friends will like reach out to my sisters, and if like we ever get in a fight, they're yeah. like, "Yeah, she's the pettiest bitch I've ever met." Yeah. And I'm like, "We're like." We know, but it works, you know. Mm-hmm. It it really irks some people, and that is my goal. When we're in a fight, like you gotta respect. I think that. she's the only that. person that can beat me in a fight. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You just, just want someone to yell, and I she, and if I if I don't give it back. back to you, you lose. Yeah, because you're not. How can you win? I know. You know what I mean. Well, I guess that so, brings us to Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> last but definitely oh, not least. <laughs> well, I get the privilege of telling. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, Aaron and I, I would like to just say, are polar opposites. But also ex- extremely alike. Yeah, you're almost like so far apart that you'll come back together. Exactly. So I think this is nice that I'm telling the story. So I'm gonna throw it back to a few years um, when we went to Costa Rica for vacation, and that that trip was we could make an entire episode about and that we trip. Might. <laughs> and honestly, we should. <laughs> And invite Mauricio. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're like what at this point, fourteen or fifteen? Uh, yeah, 14. I'm. I'm like a freshman. And yeah. the best thing about Aaron and Johnny is that they're like seven years apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So this is just. So I'm gonna tell two stories within this. Um, the first one is just explains Aaron. So we're sitting at this like breakfast place, whatever. It's like part of this resort, and we're with our tour guide. Mauricio, who had Shut like, up, Mauricio! Where you at? That's my who boy. had like three uh, baby mamas with like seven kids. Gotta love it. We loved the man. Literally, came. greatest guy I've he ever was met. Hustling. He <laughs> really was. Hustling. And we had what met Mauricio maybe the day before this, maybe the day of, honestly. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting at breakfast and whatever we're eating, and we're getting near the end of our meal, and Aaron again, just meeting Mauricio, looks at him and just goes, you going to finish that? And he goes, no. And she just goes, without even hesitation, so can I have that? And he was like, yeah, sure. And they didn't speak a word after that. It was just, she ate his breakfast and, and so be it. But then I guess that leads me to the next story. So part of our many um, meals in Costa Rica, one of them caused Aaron some serious digestive problems. <laughs> so much that it was coming out both ends yeah. of the spectrum, at if you know the what I'm saying. Time. <laughs> Sometimes same time. at the same time. So Aaron, I think it was hit hit hardest because Sounds I didn't bad. I don't remember feeling this. So one day we decide to go to the beach where we go surfing, whatever. We're all swimming in the water because the waves aren't that bad, but whatever. <laughs> they're they're big though, you know, they're they're good sized waves. And Aaron goes out a little farther and is like, 
oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm about to explode with diarrhea. <laughs> with straight up diarrhea. And we're <laughs> like, I don't know where the bathroom is. It's got to be inside the beach bar, which is, you know. That's another story. <laughs> like a quarter mile and whatever. And so she's a little farther than me. I'll never forget this. This is just in my mind, rent free. And I'll, I just look at her face. And you know someone's face when they are just dropping a bomb. And I'm like, oh, I'm laughing. I'm like, no way. It's pooping in the ocean. I didn't realize the placement of our bodies. I was in front of her to add the point where. About 20 yards. The wave as that she pooped in was coming for me hot. <laughs> I remember being like, oh my God. And some reason, I, I don't know why to this day, I went under. That was, that was, the, that was the like best option in my mind. I was like, I can't, I can't be here for this. Trying to swim away from it, maybe. I don't know. And I just get hit. <laughs> By just like flaming like, hot like, diarrhea, but it wasn't even solid. It was just so like liquid that it was like I couldn't escape oh, it. God. And to this day, and when people ask me to tell me a story about Aaron, I don't even hesitate. <laughs> I just am like, like, I got one for you. And yeah, yeah, so when Aaron like makes fun of me and they're like, "Why oh, are you letting Aaron shit on you?" I'm like, "Well, she <laughs> has before, so it's nothing new." I think it's shitting on me rather than yeah. Me. yeah. So, Aaron was really down bad for the rest of the trip too. Like when we were flying home, like she was up out of her airplane seat every ten minutes, being like, "I gotta go back." All right, to anyone that went in after you. Like, yeah, shout out to anyone who was on that flight. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, she was. She was going through it. Well, you know what? The yeah. moral yeah. of the story, when I listen to the story, is that I'm not missing out on a good time. Like, I could be <laughs> shitting and puking at the same time, but I'm going to the motherfucking beach. going to the ocean. And, and I'm making a strawberry daiquiri <laughs> after yep, it, too. Absolutely. Yeah, she acted like as if she Nothing didn't happened. just poop on me. <laughs> and we went on with our day. Fully dead. We made it out alive. That's all I can ask for. Barely, yeah. in my life. But <clears throat> honestly, I think that those four stories mm -hmm. really just yeah tell everything you guys need to know yes. about each other yeah. so. it also really just shows why we're doing this podcast because we have too <clears throat> many stories I know like and way too many I just feel like now we have to go into what currently is going on in our house yes, yes. all right so we're about to head into a segment that we're going to do every week in the beginning which is what I love to do at any point in my life. Just say, what was your pit and peak? And we're going to do it of our week. So like on vacations or whatever, like then, we'll just be like, what was everyone's pit and peak of their vacation? We're going to do what's our pit and peak of our week every week so that we can, you know, because we aren't all going to be together. So it'll kind of also help us just, you know, see what's going on. So I'm going to start because this is also going to tie in with what's going on in our house right now. <laughs> and then everyone can talk about it. Uh -huh. <laughs> so my obvious pit right now is that three things actually one our air conditioning is not working in our house and hasn't worked for a year so it is june right now and it is hot and we are not having any air conditioning and we have eight people in the house yeah like me and aaron are sharing a room again i'm in my twin size bed like it's not ideal that we don't have air conditioning especially when you're getting in from like a hot you're like it it feels worse inside mm -hmm. the house honestly mm -hmm. and tom flaherty love him but the man is chaotic and i think i know where that's where we all get it from because he can't finish a project to save his life mm -hmm. so this is one of those things that i just i, I don't know yeah the second thing is our entire refrigerator is broken <laughs> and freezer <laughs> Freezer's so, been out. It just doesn't work. So, like, not only are you hot, you can't even go in and get a nice cool glass of water because we don't have a functioning refrigerator. Another project Tom Blady is just, uh -huh. quote-unquote, working on. <laughs> For eight months. <laughs> Years. And the last but definitely not least is that we have a squirrel infestation. <laughs> No, a raccoon problem. <laughs> yeah. So it happens like I think it's like every three years. Mm -hmm. Okay, that we like live basically in the woods. Mm -hmm. 
that, you know, someone leaves a door open, the, the squirrels get a little too friendly around here, they get a little too ballsy, they start breaking into our house. A little too comfortable. <laughs> they chew through our screens, because we don't have IC, so we got to have screens. <laughs> chew through them. And come in and out as they please. Because once, free. once the alpha makes it in, I think then he's oh. like, it's a clear path. And we get so many squirrels up in this bitch. And they're crazy. Like, <laughs> they're bad. They go shit. into our cabinets. They are munching. Mm-hmm. And Tom took it upon himself, instead of calling an exterminator, to take care of these squirrels himself. And we have the most ratchet traps outside of our doors <laughs> right now. <laughs> And me and Aaron both got in on Tuesday. The first thing I see when I'm walking into the house is a fat dead squirrel. I was playing with it. Just in one of those traps. And Tom's like, I've killed five. One chipmunk. Like, it's... it's chipmunk was collateral damage. <laughs> We're like, Tom, what are you doing with these squirrels? And at first, he was just throwing them in the regular <laughs> trash in our garage. So then mom thought we had a fly infestation. Oh but the problem was... Really, we just had decomposing <laughs> bodies of squirrels and flies swarming. <laughs> so now Tom says he's burying them. But I literally do not think that's Where? what he's doing. That's what I'm saying. I've not seen a shovel in sight. That's probably why the so, raccoons are coming around. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So the, that's, you know, mm-hmm. the obvious pit of the week. The peaks <laughs> times three. The peaks got to be, you know, actually doing this podcast because I've had a lot of a lot of doubters say that we're not actually going to do it and that no one's going to listen. I'm like, come on, we're entertaining gals. We got a lot of stories to share, and <laughs> so definitely my peak. I don't know who wants to go next. I'll go. Sure. Um. Well, pits. That's like the overall pit yeah. of like my year yeah. is the AC, the squirrels, and the refrigerator. But my personal pit of the week is probably Teddy pooping in the house a couple times. <laughs> um, being so my dog. I have a dog. Teddy's our little brother. <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Teddy's Prince's boyfriend. Teddy. <laughs> yeah, taking shits in the house. Yeah, I have a dog named Teddy. He's a little boy. He's you know he's. A Pomeranian. He's got mad anxiety. Yeah, and seasonal allergies. Crippling anxiety. <laughs> like he he has too many problems to count. Like I give him an allergy pill every day, and it's not like he's a healthy dog. He I think he just is like so dramatic sometimes mm-hmm. that he'll like sneeze uncontrollably <laughs> just to get my attention. Like all he wants is my attention. Yeah, he, he's literally sitting under me because he doesn't know <laughs> like mm-hmm. how to be without me. So probably the pet is him pooping in the house a couple times because when I leave, he just acts a fool. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So that's that's the pet, probably. Um, Peak. Peak was probably the one day that it was, like, 95. And I, I don't even know. Like, I was coming home from work or something where it was, like, already hot. And I was, like, already sweating. And I come home, and the house is hotter than it is outside. So we're pushing about 100 degrees now, Mm -hmm. like, in the house. And we go to the pool, like, our little pool club, our neighborhood pool. We – apparently there was something wrong with the electricity, so we weren't allowed to jump in the pool. So we're – like, I'm angry at this point. I call up my friend Alyssa Bowen because I'm like, I need to jump in a pool right now with Teddy. And I call her up, and we go over to her house, and she lets us jump in her pool. And I don't think I've ever felt better in my life after that, after being in a 100 degrees house and going to Alyssa Bowen's. Alyssa Bowen. Thank God. Alyssa Bowen. I call her up, and it's chaos on the phone. It's me, Shaughnessy, and Tosh, and we're literally screaming, like, we need to come over. Mm -hmm. We need to jump in your pool. We're bringing our dog. It's it's happening. And she's like, okay, I'll put on my bathing suit now, Misha. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, okay. Queen. So that's the peak. Yeah. I like it. I'll go next. So my two, um, my peak and my pet are both from work. Um, so I work at a little beach bar um, in Rochester. And so my pet, I'll do that first, was I'm working outside and we have walkie-talkies and I get a call and they're like, hey, Shawnee, we're going to need you inside. This is like my second shift. I'm like, all right. I walk inside and my dear friend, Allie Gotti, um, which both my peak and pet are about you, actually, <laughs> is standing um, next to just a big puddle outside the bathroom. And I was like, what is this? And she was like, yeah, we're going to need you to, you to clean up some urine. <laughs> <laughs> and she just is standing next to the largest, pu- the largest puddle of urine I've ever seen. But huge. totally outside the bathroom. 
And I was like, did someone just like get tired of waiting? And she was like, Shaughnessy, that is exactly what happens. And you're going to need to clean it up. So that was definitely my pit because that, you know that smell didn't leave my nose for a while. Why are all your stories containing like feces and urine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she can't say she's never peed before in public in her pants Whatever. at the Morgan I think Hall. we can all <laughs> say that though. But my peak, however, was yesterday. We had work. Allie and I worked again together and... It was a very hot day, and Allie was sweating like I've never seen her sweat before. So I told that bitch, put your hair in a bun now, you're making me hot. I've never seen a human being sweat that much. Like, <laughs> she had to lose at least 20 pounds of water weight. Yeah, she was. And so our, our bartender, she's walking in to get the drinks, and he's like, Allie, you got to go down to the cooler. Like, you got to cool off, for, for like, please, for God's sake, like, go cool off. So she's like, okay. So she walks downstairs to the basement where it's the cooler's in. And I don't know how this happened, but the same bartender who gave her that order locked the basement. And so I don't know that this is going on. I'm getting texts. Like, Allie's like, guys, can someone please help me? I'm locked in the basement right now. I'm doing a job, though, with my other coworkers. So we don't see these. And, but all I hear, I, I like walk in the bar and all I hear is, help! <laughs> and someone's banging on the door and I'm like, who the heck is this? And I walk away because I'm like, this, I thought it was a customer. I thought it was like someone. She I didn't walked care. away? No, she I, said well, that's above my pay grade. It sounds like someone like on the bar. Oh. Like, because you're not supposed to slam on the bar. So our bartender keeps going like, hey, stop slamming on the bar. <laughs> it just keeps happening. <laughs> just this faint hope. And so, yes, Allie did eventually get out of the basement. But it was How just, long do you think she was trapped in there? She said a solid 10 minutes. Yeah, and she it was for the betterment of her She said own. that she was sweating even more because yeah. of how panicked she was. Her and anxiety I was, like, was at an all-time high. But Allie Gotti, shout out to Allie Gotti, because you'll be on this podcast soon enough. A hundred percent. She's one of a kind. One of a kind. Yeah. Okay. So both of my pit and peaks were in Charlotte. I went to Charlotte this past weekend and visited some college friends. And it was just a, a drinking fest the entire time. I knew it was going to be. I mentally prepared myself. But I unfortunately get wildly hungover every single time I drink which is, you know, not ideal. But the peak was Sunday. I woke up and I was like, I'm not okay. There's no shot I can even look at all call today. But I was like, I got to get going. I look at my friend Grant and I'm like, we're taking two tequila shots right now because we got to go. He's like, all right, say less. That's the most violent thing I've ever heard in my (laughs) life. You woke up and you chose violence. Like, I think she's like, let's go get a Bloody Mary. Like, She said tequila. Tequila. That's, so. We do it. I'm feeling like that did not feel great. But it's Sunday. We're having a Sunday fun day. We get to this bar. I'm sitting outside and I am like profusely sweating. And I'm just like, I'm miserable. I'm hungover. Like, what is happening? I order a mimosa. The mimosa makes me feel better. I order a couple more. Now I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. So we go out the entire Sunday. That night, we were at this one bar. There was no one at this bar, and we just, like, took it over. Now, I'm hammered. I think I smoked a whole pack of cigs that entire night. Hey, Teddy. Teddy. What are you at, Teddy? Don't be mad about that. (laughs) He said, pack of cigs. He said, (laughs) worry about your health. (laughs) Worry about me. Worry about yourself. (laughs) But this bar had a popcorn machine in it. And, like, listen, popcorn is my favorite snack. So I am, like, hammered, eating popcorn, smoking a cig, drinking a Mick Ultra in another hand. Like it was the peak. Everyone, I mean, it was just the best time. And on a Sunday night too. Like that honestly makes exactly. me feel better. So that was my peak. But my pit was I had to fly out Tuesday morning at like 6 a.m. So I had to get to the airport by like 4.30. Flight got canceled. I'm like the most hungover I've ever been. I'm wearing my glasses. When I wear my glasses, you know it's not, it's not a good day. So, um, I eventually did get out of Charlotte, but it wasn't until like 1230. So I'd been at the airport for like over six hours. It was just not, not ideal. But, um, so, you know, it was what it was. We made it through. We're alive. That's all we can ask for. Um, but we wanted to wait to record this podcast until a couple days 
in the future because we do have our family golf tournament tomorrow. And for any of you that know the Flaherty's, like the family golf tournament, the best way I can describe it is it's like St. Patrick's Day, but on a golf course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are going to have some wild stories from this golf tournament. Wild. Yeah, like... I fell out of a golf cart numerous times. Mm-hmm. Like there, it, it's just, uh-huh. it's a lot. It's and gonna, this year, usually it's like I don't. The four sisters have never played together mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And this year, mm-hmm. we have two foursomes with just the most chaotic people. Ellie Gotti, Ellie Gotti, our friend Chubbs also gotta Yo, be a guest. Chubbs, you guys Chubbs. can't handle Chubbs. Nope. Nicole Nelson, what a woman. My best friend. Our brother's girlfriend, Hannah, that we adore. (laughs) Great lady. If they ever broke up, we would choose her over Dylan. In a heartbeat. She's going to be sneaky blackout tomorrow. Sneaky. And I can't wait to see it. And then the four of us. So that eight people together on a golf course. And we got some fire outfits, too. Fire fits. Matching outfits. Yeah. None of us are good golfers. None. We're mm-hmm. just going to – we're there for the booze, and that's about it. Yeah. But, yeah, we will have some stories. Um, and then Saturday I'm going to Morgan Wallen, so I'm sure. Y'all have some stories, too. <laughs> Me and Maddie will be going to Morgan Wallen, but we don't have tickets right now because their lawn is, like, $200. And the last time I was in a lawn at a Morgan Wallen concert, I had to pee my pants because there was no way in or out of that pool of where I was. Yeah. But we're going, and we're going to finesse some tickets. We're going to finesse our way in. We're going to sneak. One way or another. Sorry, Ethereum, buddy. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it'll happen. But, yeah, maybe we'll record some stuff tomorrow so that I can get on this podcast. But if not, we'll we'll save it for next week. I'm sure we'll have lots of content. So, yeah. Hey guys, it's Maggie and Bridget here to interrupt this podcast because it is currently Saturday night and we're editing and we sadly are not at the Morgan Wallen concert like we said we were going to be, but we do have some great voice messages or memos from the golf tournament that Bridget did record from multiple different people, so we will be adding that right now. Enjoy. I yep, guess. We got a three. We got a par three. I think we got about five more holes. So we So we got a par three on the second hole because we're really good at this game. I we're know, too good. I seen y'all swing a couple times. Did you? Y'all can tell where y'all swung. Is y'all pretty good? We were like mad good. And no, I was probably no, no, I, got it. I think you maybe saw a bad swing, but we're really good normally. So. Okay, so maybe the. Uh, no, we're good. That's where we're going to end it at. Maybe the weather getting too hot. So, yes. It's getting hot. It's the heat. No. We did pull-ups on this fucking roof right here. <laughs> Do you hit the roof? Yeah. Did that hurt? No. I got the brass knuckles. Oh, I'm scared of you. Oh, you got a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit uh, uh. Protect your phone, bro. And what is that? Tequila? <laughs> Bummer guards. Jumps. There's a. Oh, God. This is. No. Jumps. Fuck. Oh, bro. Where's Aaron? Where the fuck is Aaron? Maggie, fuck off. Where's Uncle Mickey? Me and Hannah cannot relax. I got fat tricep right now. That's a disease. Oh. <laughs> That's a disease. Go straight up. Where's that ball? Pick it up. Park it. Park it. Park that shit. Oh, nice try. Nice try. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No. No, you cannot redeem yourself. No, it's all good. Bro, you're dancing. Oh my god, you right now. I think you're 
Where's oh, Mickey? Walmart got boys. Oh. That was, I think that was five minutes of pure chaos. Sesame ghost. So the clip you just heard, the chaotic clip you just heard, was taken at about 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday. Um, and to preface this, we didn't really do a lot of golfing. Mm -mm. Um, we just did a lot of driving around and staying put and just seeing all the foursomes come through because it's our family golf tournament. So we know, like, everyone that was golfing. So that one was when we met up with my Uncle Mickey's foursome. And he had his three friends come in from Charlotte. So it was just violent. At this point, it just got... It went downhill. It went Real downhill fast. from yeah. here. Yeah. And I think you can see this is where we peaked. <laughs> and it was downhill from there. Yeah. But this next clip you're going to hear is when we met up with our older brother Dylan's friends from college. And the only name that you need to be forewarned about is the infamous Ben Weiss. Take a look. So what did, what did Ben Weiss say? When you call them a what happened? What straight up happened? Ben Weiss straight up said, what did he ask? No, he said, are you sharing one set of clubs? Are you sharing one set of clubs? Wouldn't you like to know, you pervert? Poor Ben. Ben, you're a good you're a good sport. Yeah, but but like straight up Tyler is the pervert. Tyler's the pervert. So how do you respond to that? Am I the pervert? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how you respond to that. I think I got the pervert. I'm not. But it needed to. It's tough. Like. If I kept that in, I would be so down bad this whole day. And now I'm just like I'm straight up down and happy. Ben, I have no idea, gone. but we didn't actually golf, so I don't know. Ben was said, so are you guys sharing one set of clubs? And Chani straight up said, wouldn't you like to know, you pervert? Oh, my God. And he got in the alley. He just said, tough start. Tough start. Tough start. Maggie, how'd you play? Ben, so good. Where's Why didn't you one? get work off yesterday? Wouldn't you like to know? Seriously, yeah, you'd love to know how he played perf. You an engineer? Thank God. <laughs> I don't feel like he's disappointed. I dropped engineering, Tyler. Don't be mad. Hey, Ben Weiss, remember when you went to the Bills game? I'm trying to have fun. I'm proud of you. But you don't remember calling Dylan? Oh, damn. I know I'll succeed. I have a God complex. Why is everyone at Ben Weiss? Okay. We love that life. He went to work yesterday, like a week. Yeah, I have a job. He should have just not shut up. How'd you guys I, I think we won. Except yeah. in the sure goal. I think we won it. Yeah. Yeah. We should have won. Nobody's ever going to win again. We should have won. We gave him the award for playing the least amount of golf in a golf tournament. At least. I think Maybe I, less. I think I took like two swings. I'm not even I don't think I've ever seen a better golf player than her. <laughs> Allie Gotti literally just went out there and golfed. <laughs> Straight on. <laughs> Nothing else to say. Like, who's that? You're my favorite. We gotta golf, bro. Get in the car. It's a golf, So, this next clip that you're gonna hear is when the tournament was over, we had a dinner after. But before we all went to eat, there was a big cooler filled with alcoholic beverages. And we took it upon ourselves to bob for beers. So this is inevitably got us in a lot of trouble with the course coordinator. But in the moment, it was so much fun. So what you're going to hear next is our bobbing for beers. Ben, you got a bob for a beer. 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 Bob for You got to dip your head in and get one. Ben, everyone's done it. Ben! With my mouth? Yeah, you want that root beer before? No, Yo, should I get over here? How do I, uh, create my mouth? You better figure it out, you know what I mean? Oh, it's just set it up for you. Well, I actually just want to Can I just get my face under and grab a beer? Do something. Come on, bad boys. Grab that beer. No, that's no. Ben, you're soft. What the hell was that? Was it fun? Like, it was a fun part. Mark, 
clips were just a preview of what the golf tournament was yeah now back to regularly scheduled programming <laughs> yeah. honestly the we're just gonna be talking about random stuff there's Maybe. really no shooting <laughs> shit it's you gonna be chaotic literally gonna be like what how is this allowed yeah. and be, you're just gonna be keeping up with the flarities yeah, yeah. you're gonna learn too much feeling <laughs> frisky with the flarities yeah 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 and it is gonna be and we're gonna have guests like we're gonna have some wild people come yes. on here we got some good people lined up whole lot of segments that we thought out yeah yeah it's be it'll nice. be a good time all right y'all i think that's we're gonna we're gonna call it y'all y'all <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Southern lady now. Yeah. Let's not talk this. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for our first chaotic episode. We're going to be talking. It's only going to get better from here. Yeah. And we're going to Irish goodbye, so peace. Adios. Peace.